Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Caravan of Garbage, where this week... We think to ourselves and we look at each other and we go, is this Ghostbusters 2 or is it Ghostbusters poo? That's what we say. He did it. We had a discussion before mm-hmm. the episode. Was you done. insisted that I, I put insisted. that in. You, you said, I've got a killer joke here <laughs> that'll make you a ghost. <laughs> but I think the reason you wanted me to put it in is so I didn't go, it's the spookiest time of year, everybody. I'm not just talking about tax time. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Please leave a like because this week we are talking about the, uh, I thought you were just drinking the adulation, <laughs> the, the pride of creating a new joke. <laughs> no, no, you, no, no, you no. Do I played the hits here. Yeah, I guess we played the hits of Caravan of Garbage. Yeah, that's true. We look at anything and we say, we just like say a the same thing. Skeleton playing a xylophone in his own ribcage. That's right. <laughs> now that's spooky, mm. but not tax season. Uh, now I was going to say this is long delayed, and it was at the time, but mm. since. You know, the amount of time has passed since a Ghostbusters movie between this and what they made next. It's not that long. It was a delay of five years. Uh, this is what Slimer looks like now. Feel old yet? Mm, still looks like shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, got some uh, some information about the lead up to this. Okay? okay. So Bill Murray was on an extended sabbatical from acting. Okay. And uh, this... Sabbatical? Yes, that's right. And was angered by uh, the new Columbia head, David Putnam, mm, calling him an actor who makes millions off movies but gives nothing back to his ass. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry, dude in charge of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Bill Murray also said in a recent... Who's literally only interested in money. I know, right? Who just rubber stamps terrible <laughs> stuff, including Ghostbusters 2. Uh, Bill Murray said in a more recent interview that he and the other cast members signed on to this film based on a script they didn't use. 
which I'll talk about more at the end of this. So Ghostbusters 2 ended up not being the story they wrote. They got us in the sequel under false pretenses. Harold had this great idea, but by the time we were shooting, I showed up on set, went, what the hell is this? What's this thing? But we're already shooting it. So we all had to figure out how to make it work. What was the thing? The thing? The, thing? I, I, the script, I assume. Okay. Yeah. I don't, just I don't on know. a platform levitating there. <laughs> yeah. so what's this? What's going what's on What's this here? thing? Yeah. So Mason, yes. call it fate. Call it luck. Call it karma, Go if on. you will. Uh, this has the best movie logo that you could possibly have for a movie like this. You can't go so? wrong with that. Mm. Ghost doing the peace sign, but it's mm. also two. two. Yeah, okay, that does tie it all together, doesn't it? It's good. Mm-hmm. This movie, I remember it being great. It was mm. the first Ghostbusters movie I saw. It's not very funny, though, is it? I mean... No, it's, I've yeah. written some of the jokes down, but yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, I... I remember seeing it as a kid. I, I think yeah. I mentioned last week I saw it in the cinema. This mm. was the first Ghostbusters movie I saw in a cinema. And I'm sure I had, like, there would have been, like, some sort of book of the movie, yeah. like stills and stuff from the movie, and I would have had that. Mm-hmm. And there was probably a colouring book. I don't, know if, I don't know if action figures were in the were in the mix yet. I don't, I'm not sure. I think they were because the cartoon was in between. Ah, okay, then, de- then action figures were definitely in there. But this movie... As an adult watching it again, it has way less appeal than the first one yeah. to me because it feels less like a real New York. It feels to me way more like it's happening on a on set. It is sanitized. Most of the time. Yeah, it is sanitized, and I think probably because they're after that that family yeah. dollar. This I kind There's of no smoking. Yeah, what? <laughs> Wait. There's not. Wow. Yeah. Not even a victory cigar. I think there might be somebody smoking a cigar at some point, but okay, right. No. I sort of I like the idea that they, they you know the, the plot sort of hinges around positivity. Yep. I, I, I don't hate that, but it it feels like they just went okay. How do we repeat the beats of the first one, mm. but kind of more family friendly? So they replace Walter Peck with that sniveling mayor's assistant. Yeah. Uh, in the last one, they get sent to, in the in the first one they got sent to jail, and this one they get sent to a psychiatric hospital instead of the Marshmallow Man walking the streets of New York. We got the Statue of Liberty exactly, walking the streets yeah. of New York. Uh, Janosch is just Lewis Tully again. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's doing it like as Lewis Tully he's, as he was in the also, first movie. Yeah. But, boy, Peter McNichol is putting on a heck of an accent. Let me tell he's you. He's really going for it. He really is. He's doing like Frank, Father of the Bride type yeah. accents. It is. It is. Every, I say accents because it feels like more than one. I was going to say, it feels like every Eastern European accent smashed together but ultimately, like, no accent anyone has ever yeah. come out of their mouth before. I mean, he's great. I'm a big fan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I said it's not as funny, but here's three jokes that I enjoyed. Go on. Uh, first of all, Lewis defending them in court for some reason, even though he's an accountant, but I guess yeah. he's not anymore. And they're like, Lewis, you've ruined... We're going to jail. <laughs> and he's like, you you wanted me here. What yeah. Come on. He says, one time I turned into a dog and they helped me. Like, that was yeah. part of his defense. I enjoy the, the Do-Ray-Egon joke. Good joke. That's a good joke. So all, so far, everything in just one scene in this movie. That is true. And the moment where they turn up to, I think, where the painting is, and Bill Murray says, suck in the guts, boys. We're the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Just It speaks to the idea that, yeah, these are just dudes in their 40s, you know? Yeah, yeah. And how far they've fallen. Because as, as, yes. we, as we enter in this movie, it's been... Oof. Five years since the previous one, and so down on their luck. They're down on their luck, so so they got sued by the city. Yep. everybody thinks they're frauds for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> so Egon's gone back to sciencing. Uh, B 
Venkman is now uh, the host of a, some sort of cable TV show about psychics. And he's, wh- talking to, he's talking to the dad from Transformers. <laughs> That's oh one of the people God. in the show, yeah. You're right. Anyway, sorry, go uh, on. And worst of all, Ray and Winston have been reduced to a pair of children's party entertainers. Uh, which uh, I've put down here because that's probably what's going to happen to us in five years. <laughs> in five years, uh, we're going to be booked to, for children's birthday parties and we're going to be like, hey, kids, you want to see us edit a podcast? <laughs> and they'll be like, boo, where's He-Man? <laughs> where's woke He-Man, they're going to yell. <laughs> we, don't understand, we don't understand dramatic structure. <laughs> so the fact that He-Man isn't in every episode doing the same thing every time, we think that's bad storytelling. Just to clarify. There's enough black characters in He-Man. There's already Clamp Champ. Kids uh, don't know nothing is what I'm saying. Well, what I'm saying is new He-Man is infinitely better than old He-Man. And if you watched old He-Man, you would know that. Anyway. Anyway, this is us at children's birthday parties in five years. That's right. It's weird that they're like, we want He-Man. He's not real. I mean, there's ghosts. So maybe he is real? I don't know. Ray and Winston should have tracked down a few ghosts yeah. and just brought them in as like party favours. You're absolutely right. You, you crack a, some sort of cracker. Yeah. Right? You, you crack open a piñata, birthday piñata. Yep. It's got a real slimer in it. Oh, my God. Incredible. Kills your family. <laughs> Kills and eats your family. I love how that kid's like, you're full of crap. And it's like, how? If there's a giant marshmallow man. Like, even if... Even if you thought they, like, instigated the whole thing, that definitely happened. Like, even, if, <laughs> even if you think they released gases into the city that caused people to hallucinate, how did everybody hallucinate the Stay Puft Nobody filmed man? it? Great question. Yeah. Mm. And the other thing is, uh, why are they wearing nuclear reactors into a children's party? <laughs> I mean, maybe they, maybe they took the plutonium out and left it on the street yeah, they might, for an hour or so. They might have, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I, what I also don't like about... You know, that scene is they leave the children's party and they're like, oh, man, time to recap the first movie. You know, they're just like, this is everything that happened between Uh now and the last time that there was a movie. We think of as Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2, they say. Uh, anyway, the story, there's, as you mentioned, there's a hate-filled river of slime. And bloody, imagine if it was the bloody 2016 election, everybody. Or the 2020 election or any upcoming election for or the any, rest of time. Or any election that's ever happened or will happen. Yeah. I will say this about the villain, though. I think he's much scarier than the than Zool. He's just a terrifying presence. Because maybe a uh, real-life terrible man, potentially. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> sure. But just like, that's a... That's a like a weird Rasputin monster man. Yeah, and I like think Vlad the Impaler. I, kind again, of. speaking of the, they were asked to you know film a script they were not happy with. Mm. I wonder if this was maybe studio interference because they this movie introduces a sort of a, a singular villain way earlier than the original yes. one does. Right in in the in the past in in the in the first one, it's just them basically mucking around for mm. seventy minutes, and then Zool shows up. Yeah, and some dogs. And in this one, they're like mm, villain is. This, this painting. Know, this painting, yes. <laughs> exactly, yes. Uh, I think, though, um, the ghost busting is as good as ever. I think the courtroom scene is, it's mm. legit. It's too legit to, to make me quit on it, mm. as the saying goes. What do you yeah. think? Have you learned some rapping from this movie, James? Is that? I've been, yeah, maybe a little bit in my downtime. <laughs> well, look, just as a side note, there's, <laughs> there is an astounding amount of, like, early 90s, Sort of family-friendly well, hip-hop in this. Well, late 80s, early 90s. And it's but yeah. really astoundingly on the nose. Yeah. It's yeah. just, there's a lot of just just rap groups recapping the events of the movie while it's still happening. Totally true. Yeah. I mean, that, if this wasn't the first, it was certainly one of the earlier examples. Because if you look at, like, the Ninja Turtles movies, probably the three Ninja Kid movies, 
probably the movie Suburban Commando. Mm, definitely. Used to say, yeah. yeah. Um, we talk about all the ghost busting. Yeah. This movie takes 30 minutes to get going. Yeah, okay, fair. And I feel like that kind of worked in the first one. Yep, because we hadn't seen it at that point before. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And also, like, you know, it... it, it there was more, it felt more like there was just some real, just some pals mucking about, which yeah. I enjoyed. And this one, it just, it barely gets going by the 30 minute mark. And then it's, then, it, but then it's the Sclero brothers and that's yeah, fun. That is fun. I think Ghost Train is fun. Yep. Set like severed heads on spikes. Cause they're like, this is more for kids. And I'm like, I don't think this is, I think this is scarier in some ways, some of these <laughs> moments. And like, Always a fan of ghosts running amok in New York City. You know, mm-hmm. we get, like, the Titanic. We get the mink coat scene and, you know, just bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all that is good, but, again, it's kind of a recap of what we've already seen. Oh, speaking of recaps, here's the joke that I enjoyed. Okay. It is, um, it's uh, the Ghostbusters in the psychiatric uh, facility yep. explaining basically the plot of the movie to this point yes. to the doctor. I thought that was a fun bit. Who's Bill Murray's brother, That's I Brian Del Murray, yeah. 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 yeah, I thought that was a fun bit. I yeah. didn't, I, it's just... Maybe every movie should have that. Yeah, just just whatever it is, just shuffle them into a psychiatrist's just office. Just bring the Eternals in, you know, <laughs> and they have to explain the plot of Ghostbusters 2 to a psychiatrist. <laughs> it's always Ghostbusters 2. It's I always like Ghostbusters that. 2, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's a question for you, because mm-hmm. I know you're the biggest Ghostbusters fan there is and you'd kill anybody who says otherwise. That's right. And uh, the new suits... Now, yes. it's not the suits that they're in for the most part, mm-hmm. but they're like a, they're a dark grey, you know yes. what I mean? They look slick and new and cool. Mm-hmm. They are technically better, like design-wise. Uh-huh. They hide the sweat patches. Sure. There's a lot going on there, which I, which I think is better. But I also think they're worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they're newer and slicker, which I guess is the idea, maybe? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. there a question in there for me? What or? do you think? <laughs> I think the dirty beige ones are better. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. The gross ones. The gross ones, because it makes them look more gross. Yeah. Uh, it is a shame that um, they put in the character of Jack as opposed to Walter Peck, who, to be fair, I think he does a decent job yeah. doing the role, which was clearly intended for Walter Peck. Sure, yeah. But, you know, whatever. Apparently he did return in the early drafts uh, of the movie, but for whatever reason, maybe because everybody in the world turned on him after appearing in yeah, first Ghostbusters been, yeah. and Die Hard. Uh-huh. Here's something that I think is terrifying, though. Seeing that baby on the ledge, horrifying. Just like the idea of like a baby. Like I just, I, I don't know whether it's because I've had kids and the first mm. time I saw this. I- when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, 
but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025,1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. Streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET 
and Mashable, visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet, and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. I was a kid and I didn't have kids. Oh, yeah, right. And just seeing like a toddler, like, just... Well, well, someone who doesn't have kids and has always been this age, uh, I felt fine about it. <laughs> it's fine. didn't bother me at all. I mean, I think it was a green screen anyway. Yeah, so no, like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. My brain should have... That's what I said in the cinema. I stood up and I said, I think this is a green screen, actually. Everybody calm down. Yeah. This is a movie. And within this movie, there is a green screen. That's simply the actor, Peter McNichol. And I see big things in his future, Ali McBeal. Ali McBeal. Here's a question about Peter McNichol in that. Speaking of babies. Yes. Dancing baby. Oh, awful. Just an awful effect. We're both doing the little dance now. You can't see us. Mm-hmm. But it's just out of... I don't know, disgust. Yeah. Anyway, Peter McNichol shows up to steal a baby. Is he a ghost? What is that happening? Because I know he's under the influence of yes. a painting. Mm-hmm. But I think at that point where I'm like, why is he a ghost? Isn't he a man who's alive? Is this a different guy? What Maybe is it's this? an astral projection. Said, yeah, but like, if I'm thinking about that, mm-hmm. that means that there's something wrong here. Because in the first one, I'm just like, some of them are zombies and some of them are greed slimer men. But uh-huh. this, I'm like, mm, I don't know. I don't mm. know about this. And I think that speaks to the... Um, Maybe the it's because you live in fear of Mary Poppins. <laughs> Maybe I do. Would, uh, you have, would it have made more sense if he'd just become a green slimer man? No, just like a different ghost kidnaps him. Maybe a different ghost. Mary or just Poppins like, ghost. Or just the pram. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, I, I will, though. I will say I, I totally get behind the idea of the walking Statue of Liberty controlled by a, a Nintendo arcade stick or whatever they mm-hmm. manufacture. How does any of that work? They just hook up some cables and they just... How'd they get it back on the podium it. at the end of the movie? They probably didn't. <laughs> they probably left it. It's there. No, it's, maybe they just built another <laughs> oh, one. Oh, is it? Maybe I they just left it in the river. <laughs> and they, the city built another one. <laughs> that's they, what I do. The city installed a big balloon. I'd, I'd ditch it in the river. Mm-hmm. But that's good, right? That scene... You'd that... ditch it in the river like an old shopping trolley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But that's good, right? I think it is good. New York rallying behind them. And I, lo- the I, music love, and I love that. And I also love, there's a moment where before they get the great idea to use the Statue of Liberty, they simply attempt to use their proton packs to blast their way through and yeah. the crowd just boos them. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's New York, baby. That's New York, baby. But then they they rally behind that other guy. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's also New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also, I, I think, I don't know if this is a joke, but I put it in. After they get in there, they slime Peter McNichol. Mm-hmm. And Winston says, one down. And I think it's Ray or one of the other ones says, on the ground. And I'm like, I don't know why you put that in. I don't, I didn't, I, I understand. Like, what is that? I think they had all these little things that they would say that I think were meant to show that they had a lot of camaraderie and they've yeah. been doing this for years and they're like, a couple of ghosts, we've made them toast or whatever. Yeah. Here's your toast. Here's your toast. Um, but I, I hated it. I hated yeah. every single... And I didn't believe that Egon would be on board with any of those. It seemed like the actors, and maybe this was true in real life, didn't gel as well. Yeah. Because there was just like the back and forth between them is just... It's it's not really there. Uh, do you think it had to do with uh, Ernie Hudson shaving off his moustache? Oh, yeah. Do you think maybe that's what tore them apart? <laughs> do you think maybe pre-production he's like, I'm going to shave my moustache off? And they're like, Ernie, what? no! <laughs> going to need that later for the TV series Oz, probably. I've never seen Oz. Is it a good show? Yeah, it's good. Great. Right. Let's get on it next week. No, good. Dude, watch The Wire first. Okay, I'll watch The Wire first and then I'll watch the sequel Oz. Okay. Um, here's a question. 
A couple of things. Okay. No, here's, here's something. Let's just oh, say right. here's something. Okay, great. Um, is that a famous segment? Here's something. Here's something. Question mark? <laughs> I don't think it is, but... <laughs> it doesn't always have to be something. That's the joy of yeah. the, the segment. I've got two things that might be something. Okay. One, they sing uh, uh, New York Sings old, old Lang Syne. Yes. And I was like, oh, it's New Year's? I, did someone say that at yes. some point? Okay, great. Yes. It was New Year's. Because the the uh, the man, Transform- oh, has to do Transformers it. dad, yeah. says that uh, the world's going to end on New Year's Eve. Oh, and that's what we think is going to happen, maybe, but obviously not because the Ghostbusters are going to so save So he was right, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. maybe he was right, maybe. Maybe he was right. Mm. Um, and the second thing is, and I meant to mention this last week, like who built... <laughs> is this a question about Ghostbusters 1? Yes, Mason. But it, it bleeds over into the franchise and maybe it bleeds into the new one. The followers of Zool built that building and they're like, and there's thousands of followers of Zool who like, you know, made this happen. Okay. Where? Let's see that maybe. What's that what about? Mean? What do you mean? Let's like these people that... <laughs> expected this David Bowie oh, creature to dead. come back. They're all dead. Okay, cool. Yeah, but don't dead. you think that'd be interesting, like a cult of Zool? Yes. Yeah, anyway. Maybe we'll see it in some other medium. Wink. Yeah, so normally, like, that section that we do every week, here's something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we have to label it after whether it's something or nothing, and yes. that was actually nothing, all of that, those things I said. That's correct, yes. <laughs> that is very correct. But it can't always be something. That's, that's, the, the, that's joy, the joy of the segment. Spin the wheel. That's right. Spin the wheel. But some weeks it is something, probably, maybe. One day it will be. <laughs> Here's something that might be something. Go on. Unless you've got some more notes before we do. Wait, is, is this is this still the segment? Is this something? No, no, now we're a... out of the segment. Okay, right. So uh, this is the new segment. Maybe this is something. <laughs> no, no, this is the segment that we always do. Okay. Uh, it's time for Spooky Time Ghost Trivia. Okay, great. Uh, here we go. Uh, William von Hornberg, uh, the guy who played uh, the painting, mm-hmm. all his lines were dubbed by Max von Sydow. That's true, yeah. That's fun. I'm pretty confident... Uh, that that actor did not know he's being he was being dubbed over, a la uh, Darth Vader, Darth Vader David yeah. Prowse. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, the kid who tells Ray that, according to his dad, the Ghostbusters are full of crap, is played by Jason Reitman, son of director Ivan Reitman, and also director of the new Ghostbusters oh. movie. That's fun trivia. That is fun trivia. That's Here's something. some fun trivia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it is fun. Uh, Bobby Brown, who appears in this mm. brief cameo as a doorman, yeah. he has a son named Cassius. And uh, Annie Potts, who plays Janine, has a grandson called Cassius. Are they the same child? No. It's a coincidence. <laughs> just something I learned. Why do I you have that information? I don't know. Were you independently researching these two? Just, it's just, I don't know why I have it, but it just pushed something important out of my brain. Mm. I don't know what that is, though, because it's gone. So you were looking at two family trees yep. that were not connected. That's correct. And then went... To Cassius. That's worth bringing up. To, to Cassii, yeah. <laughs> Cassii, yeah. Mm. Uh, there was actually a minor story that was removed with Lewis trying to catch Slimer, ah. mostly around the Ghostbusters headquarters, and it culminates in Slimer bringing him the bus and then he yeah, goes to right, whatever, right. which makes sense because Slimer just rolls in and is like, okay, we're, we're <laughs> friends, I guess. I think you see Slimer earlier in the ghost house. You do, that's true, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Uh, How do you feel about the Slimer remodel? Because he's a new Slimer. Is he? I mean, he's the same Slimer. Yeah, but he's 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 given a, he's been given a real glow up. I don't mind it. Yeah, it's fine. I didn't. I honestly didn't. <laughs> okay. I don't. I wow. don't. I don't, and I didn't. Wow. <laughs> Guess there's only one Slimer aficionado on this video. Is it you? Yeah, it's me. Terrific. Do you want to know about the uh, first and early draft of the script? The one that was presumably better than this. Yes. Yeah. Let's judge that right now. Aykroyd wanted to contrast uh, to the first film's climax atop a skyscraper by making a subterranean threat. Oh, they sort of Mole work in. Yeah, Mole Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this draft followed Dana Barrett, who is kidnapped and taken to Scotland, where she discovered... <laughs> okay, so we've gone too far. No, no, no. You- <gasps> Loch Ness Monster. We haven't Ghost got- of the Loch Ness Monster. 
Ghost neck ghost nest monster. The ghost necked monster, <laughs> yes. Uh, where she discovers a fairy ring and an underground civilization. This sounds like Hellboy. The Golden Army, yeah. yeah. The Ghostbusters would have to travel through an underground uh, tube over 2,000 miles this long. This sounds like Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> that would have taken three days to traverse. Aykroyd- Did Dan Aykroyd go forward through time and steal a bunch of ideas from future movies? He may very well have. Wow. Well, Aykroyd eventually decided that retaining the New York setting would allow for continuity and would benefit the story he wanted to tell while still allowing them to explore underground and that his first draft was really too far out. Too inaccessible. Hmm. Well, he has said that he's a he calls himself a kitchen sink writer. Yeah. And the idea is he just goes, here's 50 crazy ideas. Yeah. And then he gets Ramus or Murray or somebody to come in and go, this is too much. Yeah. Damn. And we will not appear in the movie Evolution. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of a sequel to Ghostbusters. Kind of is, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll come back to it at some point. Anyways, I just wish this was more different and funnier. <laughs> Same. It's just... It's fine. Yeah, look, I mean... It's much worse than I remember it being. Yep, same. Yeah. This one stung a little. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver's still great in this. Like her performances. Yeah, completely great. Bill Murray's doing a lot of mugging in this. He's yep. doing more mugging. He felt like he was... In the last one, it just felt like he was just being a jerk. Yeah. Like his character was just that he's a jerk and sometimes he's, he's he goes slightly too far. But in this one, it's like, you yell all the time. Mm. You do, and maybe it's because he was, maybe it's because he's a TV star now. He's always on. Yeah. You know how we talk like this in real life now? Because we do too many YouTube we videos. We do too many. Mm-hmm. When I listen to myself in recordings, it's the same voice as my inner monologue now. And I think my brain's broken. <laughs> Sometimes I run into people and I'm having a conversation with them and they're like, did you just do a podcast? And I'm like, yeah, how did you know? <laughs> and they're like, you're still doing the podcast thing. <laughs> I can't help it, I tell him. It's hard to switch off. Ah! This is me all the time now. Uh, anyway, box office busters, that famous segment. Great, I love I it. I need to stop saying famous segment because mm. none of this is famous. None of this Yet. is known. That's true. Make it happen. Something's got to click eventually, right? That's true. It's the Dan Aykroyd approach to YouTube mm, videos. That's right. Uh, this had a $30 to $40 million budget and it made two hundred and fifteen, which is substantial. However, the previous did make 295. They also credit this movie's um, like kind of a lower box office to Batman releasing like a week later. So that would oh, step on yeah. this massively. Mm-hmm. So it would have done better mm-hmm. if uh, a big Batman movie didn't come out. You know what I mean? That's very true. But whose fault's that? Batman. Batman's fault. Mm-hmm. Get him, everyone. Get him. Wow. Yeah. We'll be right back here. <laughs> yeah. Just watching you all get <laughs> pulped by Batman. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this has been Caravan of Garbage. And I tell you this much, we've got to come back and talk Ghostbusters next week. They never made a third movie, well, That's until correct. recently. And there's nothing in between with all the cast returning that we could look at, is there, Mason? Mm, very true. There's nothing there that we could possibly sneak a peek at. So we're going to have to look at Ghostbusters 2016. That's right. We know about the video game. Just, I feel like oh, I have to you, say Oh, you've abandoned this bit already. Well, okay. I just go, I'm going to get the comments. And will I we... thought you were hoping for the comments. Oh, maybe I'll, take, to, maybe to, I'll leave this in the extended. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. To, to uh, leverage engagement. That's right. So That's what I'm always talking about to people in the street. I'm like, we've got to leverage engagement. And they're like, stop it. We're lining up at the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me talking like this. <laughs> it's like a virus. <laughs> it's catching. So yeah, come back for Ghostbusters 2016. Uh, I'm interested to know what I think of that movie. I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be gonna be something, isn't it? It might not be. I wonder if it's better than this. <laughs> we'll find out. That's what it said on the poster when it came out. <laughs>
Yeah. Said that's better it. than this, and then it was just another uh, the Ghostbusters two poster. Yeah. On the on the new poster. Or maybe it's it's not better than your memories of Ghostbusters two, but in reality, it's actually, it's actually a little better bit better, or at least two. on yeah, par. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, if you do have suggestions for Caravan Garbage, please leave them below. And I'm at Mr Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Thank you again to Ben and Lawrence for the edit, and let's Ghost Bust out of here. Very nice. Ghostbusto. Ghost bust go. No, you no. You hit oil already. Don't. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Should I say slime? You hit slime. I hit a river of hate filled slime. That's right. <laughs> Love it. Uh, grab that gem, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I mean, if you want, it's up to you.